celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Okay, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, the 13th day of January 2022, the date 1132022. Thank goodness it's not Friday, the 13th. Thursday, the 13th. That's our date today. We welcome you to the Race Day show as we come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world. Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas. The sun is not shining right now, but it's coming up. All I can tell you is that uh, got a little bit of, maybe a bit of a haze, an overcast going on here. But it's going to be nice today here in Vegas. Right now it's 45 degrees outside the studios. Going to get up to 64 degrees, no wind, thank goodness. And this is the uh, kind of weather we're going to have all through the weekend, just in case you're planning on coming on out to Las Vegas. If you're not listening here, where we emanate and originate all the shows from the studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Instead, maybe listening worldwide on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global. We got them all. Your smartphones, your Androids, and your iPhones, where you can get your phone app, the KSHP radio station phone app, KSHP phone app, that you can put right on that smartphone and or your, to be exact and right, the device, it, the phone portion of that unit you have now is a small portion of that device that does everything. But you put the app on there and you can hear us now, now, now. Uh, simulcasting and streaming. And, of course, uh, all of the different podcast uh, platforms we're on. If you go to your favorite podcast platform, we'll be there. So welcome to the show, no matter however, wherever, whenever you get us. And uh, so that's the weather here in Las Vegas. Looking across the contiguous 48, we got a little bit of action right off the shoreline of Southern California. Now, you know, we don't have any racing at Santa Anita today. But, boy, that thing, you know, you know the jet stream goes from west to east. And it's just west of the Pacific shoreline. Hmm. We'll wait and see. Get the latest from John Lindo. A little bit of action uh, with rain and uh, some ice really up in there in the Washington, Oregon area. And then bits and pieces all over the place. You got snow in Canada. A little bit going on in Virginia. And uh, parts of uh, Tennessee and etc. Looks pretty good in New York, though. Looks pretty good in New Jersey, all that. Then we got a little bit going on uh, as far as uh, rain, etc. Right at the tip of Florida. So we'll wait and see how the action goes at both uh, Gulfstream and... and uh, well, Gulfstream today, Tampa Bay's not running. Uh, we understand that they're off the turf at uh, Gulfstream already. We'll get the latest from John, uh, Jonathan Ardoon, which will be with us in a couple of minutes after our first segment's over. So all that good stuff going on there. Um, you got the uh, Pegasus World Cup coming up 
on uh, January 29th. And uh, they get the horses starting to assemble for that, the ones that have been invited and ones that are possibles. Big uh, big field, too. you got Nixco, obviously. Midnight Bourbon. Now, Flight Line they have on <laughs> the Probables. That horse isn't going. Happy Saver. Uh, life is good. Really, all we need, all we want is Nick's going. Life is good in the race, right? That's the throwdown we want to see. But other horses that are uh, possibles. Ginobili, Express Train, Superstock, Dr. Post, Concert Tour, Eight Rings, uh, Stiletto Boy, and uh, uh, Sir Winston, uh, the winner of the uh, Valley Victory Stakes uh, there at uh, Woodbine. And a Belmont Stakes winner, I might add, has been added to that list. So it's going to be a good one, no doubt about it. The entire day of racing there will be a good one because not only do they have the Pegasus World Cup, they got the Pegasus World Cup turf and a whole bunch of other great stakes races on a big day of racing coming up on the 29th at uh, Gulfstream Park. Yesterday at uh, Gulfstream, you know, Irene Ortiz Jr., we reported that yesterday, that he's going to miss several weeks now with a knee injury, a little bit uh, small fracture in the knee from that uh, starting gate accident uh, last week. So they thought he'd went, he thought he just missed the weekend, but after the doctors look at it all, so, so he's got to heal a little bit. So anyhow, the uh, horses that he was scheduled to ride yesterday because uh, they haven't, the entries are taken before that decision was made. Uh, he would have won four races, four pickup races from other jockeys. And uh, the one that uh, benefited the most with two of the four pickup rides was uh, Tyler Gaffleon, who wound up winning four races on the day in his return to racing. Gaffleon, um guess uh, last week, maybe, the, uh, or the weekend just before last week, his uh, valet at the track tested positive for covid so Gaffleon immediately, at the end, conclusion of the day, went home, took a test at home, and had uh, was positive as well. So he just stayed at home, got through it at home, didn't want to infect anybody else out there and all that stuff. And so he came back. Obviously, he had a, he had a negative after the positive. He's clean now, and he went back and won four races yesterday in his return at Gulfstream, while Irad is sitting there, probably getting sicker at the moment with uh, four horses that he would have ridden uh, entering the winner's circle with other jockeys. As I say, two of them were with Gaffleon. So Hernandez won a couple. And uh, how did our, our man Saez Saez won a couple? Out there at Gulfstream yesterday. All well and good there. Tampa Bay. Um, well, the highest-priced winner at Tampa Bay was the first race winner paying twenty two eighty. Had a dead heat in the second race. And uh, just a lot of good stuff happening there. De La Cruz had a couple of wins. Bada-bing, bada-bing, bada-bing there. Tur, uh, tur, uh, Tampa Bay. And, of course, you know, we're, we're waiting for Aqueduct kicks in today. And, of course, Santa Anita Oakland will join the crew of uh, racetracks on uh, tomorrow's show as we get into the weekend. But uh, Tyler Gaffleon out there for a while. Okay. Uh, they continue to have problems at Laurel. And now, uh, they say in order to provide funds for owners and trainers in the wake of the recent cancellations of the live programs, the Maryland Thoroughbred Horsemen's Association Board of Directors on January 12th approved a 20% purse bonus on all overnight races through February 27th at Laurel when they finally start kicking in again. Uh, and uh, they said they're expected to get live racing is scheduled to resume on the 16th, which is, of course, Sunday. But they've been having their problems there. Be- between the weather and the track condition, etc. they're going to throw more sand in the track to see if that'll help. So let's hope uh, they get uh, squared away there in Maryland, that's for sure. Coming up this weekend, Santa Anita will host the Cal Cup Derby, the uh, Unusual Heat Turf Classic, the Sunshine Milli- Millions Philly Mare Turf Sprint, the Cal Cup Sprint, the Cal Cup Oaks. You get the theme there? A lot of Cal Cup going on. 
uh, there at uh, at Santa Anita over the weekend. So we can't wait and see. Wait until they get started again, that's for sure. Um, yesterday, Penn National, huh? Nailed the super and went the super high five went down the jackpot super high five jackpot for twenty cents sixty one thousand two hundred fifteen bucks mm. and one uh, extra note you know we have uh, Sam Houston back on the schedule and uh, right now you talk about hot jocks and places uh, Rye, uh, Rye Eckleberry won seven races in the first three days at Sam Houston so keep an eye on Eckleberry. At Sam Houston, he's uh, riding hot there right now. Okay, we're going to go to our first break because I have Jonathan Hardoon standing by. John Lindo will catch us up on what's going on in Southern California. Jerry J will be along with his uh, golf dream uh, picks as well as Hardoon. And we still got your racing menu and uh, some other good stuff to talk about, so don't go away. We'll find picks for you too. Oh, yeah, we got it. Hey, listen. It's a race day. we got to find a horse or two to bet, right? All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right a lot of good stuff going on um before we get to our racing menu just want to remind you that uh i guess sometime before the eclipse awards and we'll try maybe do that next uh, wednesday uh, i'm gonna um have a uh, voter who voted for the Eclipse Awards on. I don't know who I'll get yet, but I'll get somebody. And, uh, you know, somebody who actually made a uh, uh, a vote uh, with a ballot and all that, officially. And uh, I'll compare what uh, my votes were with theirs, and we'll just have some fun about this. Everybody knows the Knicks Go is going to win the Horse of the Year, right? Right? Come on. There's some, like, knockdown categories that you don't even have to think about. But then there are some that are going to be opinion, like three-year-old. Do you give it to Medina Spirit? Do you give it to Central Quality? Huh? Huh? And what about Sprinter? Did Flightline's unbelievable, awesome performances give him enough to win the Sprinter? Or, you know, we'll wait and see. That'll be good stuff. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today. In the racebook, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. First post times we broadcast on this menu each and every day. Reflect that. The start times in the Pacific time zone because we're here. Come on. We're race day Las Vegas, for goodness sakes. We emanate and originate right here from the studios and over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 in Las Vegas. So these will be the first post times to roll out in our books today. Now, if you're listening worldwide on all those other platforms that we welcomed everybody at the beginning of the show, the websites and the phone apps and the podcasting, etc., however, wherever, whenever you get us, first post times are Pacific. Therefore, you're going to have to adjust to the Pacific time zone if you're not in it so you don't miss anything. 
like I am his mom and dad, okay? All right, here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with Aqueduct, the big A in New York. That's what they call it, the big A in New York. Our first post time is set at 9.20 today in New York. All right? 9.20 at Aqueduct today. And uh, let's see what the weather is like there. What are they posting on their, their website? Well, they say partly sunny, 38 degrees. The track will be fast today at Aqueduct. So there you have it. There it is. First post time for nine races, 9.20. Pacific time. Next up comes Gulfstream Park, Hollandale, Florida. Now, uh got to remind everybody that the turf races are off the turf now. We'll get the official from Jonathan. But if that, that indeed is the case, your fourth race and your ninth race will come off the turf. Only two turf races were scheduled today of the ten races anyway at Gulfstream. And the first post time there will be 9.30. You know what happens with the turf horses, the turf races now? When they come off the turf now at Gulfstream, they put them on that uh, plastic track. So they'll be going on the uh, synthetic track. First post time, 9.30. Got to tell you, the ninth race today at, at Gulfstream, though, it's going to be a really neat one because it's going to be a mile and a half. Was scheduled for the turf, which means it'll be a mile and a half on the tap of the footing. Let's see how that works out. You got an 8-5 to five favorite in there, Mezcal, that was supposed to be ridden by Ired Ortiz Jr. Jonathan Hardoon has a late update on Ired. So hold on a second there, folks, okay? First post time, 9.30 today at Gulfstream. All right, Delta Downs is next. By the way, I was remiss to tell you about the Pick 6 jackpot there at Gulfstream. $62,418 is the jackpot carryover. But, you know, they guarantee it on a higher um, level if you have a single ticket there when it's that low. So it's going to be higher today. But the jackpot itself is $62,418 for a single ticket in the jackpot Pick 6 today at Gulfstream. All right, Delta Downs is next. They have nine races today. Their first post time is 10.55. Then you have the Fairgrounds Nolens. Fairgrounds, nine races today, 11.05. Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona is next up. They have eight races, a couple of quarter horse races, the first two. And then races three through, through eight will be uh, thoroughbred. So their first post time at Turf Paradise is 11.40. 11.40 at Turf Paradise today for their first race there. Okay. Next comes Sam Houston Park, where Mr. Eichelberry is riding hot. Nine races today at Sam Houston. First post time is set at 2 p.m. And then uh, we wrap it up today with Charlestown. Charlestown has a pick six jackpot carryover of $3,226. And their first post time at Charlestown for nine races is at 4 p.m. And that's your light Thursday menu of racetracks in the race books, et cetera, et cetera, today. All right. Now I'm going to go to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Now let me punch it. There you go. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I got to punch. I got to punch the button twice, and I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Anyhow, that's all right. You got an update on Ironman? Well, yesterday uh, he saw another doctor for a second opinion, and uh, the doctor said uh, that it's only a bone contusion and no fracture, so he will be reevaluated next Tuesday. Obviously, they want to get him back for Pegasus Day, so they're going to find a doctor that's going to give him a thumbs up, I guess. I don't know how you read an x-ray and you see a fracture, and then the next guy reads the x-ray and says no fracture, but that's the situation. Well, you, you take the uh, x-ray... And you use what they uh, use for x-rays, like whiteout, and you just, uh, you know, draw a little line there. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, now, he asked for the second opinion. You went to see him yesterday? Yeah. Was Mike it, Welsh reported it on Twitter. and uh, was, it, was it after uh, other jockeys won four races on his horses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. He goes, there's no over No, come, come on. on. I got to get back to work. Right. Uh, well, we just want him to be safe, that's for sure, and healthy uh, in, in any way he can. But I can understand having a second opinion. I mean, you shouldn't take a, as gospel just one guy, right, when you're talking about your health and stuff. 
agree a thousand percent. You're right. So they found a guy and they're coming back next Tuesday to reevaluate. So it's still going to miss some time. Uh-huh. The question is how quick could he get back? Well, now the horse you gave out yesterday uh, at Gulfstream, two things. One, it was bet down to three to five. That was the uh, Hardoon factor. And, oh, and, yeah. and, and you, <laughs> I know you, I know you suggest as Jerry does, when you get down on a horse that's not supposed to be three to five. In other words, if the horse is not morning lined at three to five and he gets bet down from that, usually the only thing you would do is use that as a free bingo square to get the race over race, uh, you know, like pick fives and pick fours to get from one race to another and just, uh, not waste any other horses rather than just betting the horse to win but that horse looked like he was going to be cooled off in the receiving barn and then hit the proverbial brick wall he was on cruise control and he ran out of gas (laughs) big time run out of gas (laughs) literally Uh, ran out of gas i mean wow that was a a big stopper there no question about that but uh, we move on that's for sure and uh and uh you know i guess nothing's free (laughs) exactly well said perfect name for that horse all right now uh pegasus world cup we know nicks go and life is good Uh, we hope all the parts stay in the right place and they wind up in the race for a throwdown and then it everything else might be just window dressing huh yeah, I mean, it certainly looks like those are the major players, you know, and that's that's what people are going to pay to see. They're going to pay to see that that matchup, and uh, it should be a terrific race. It really should be, and it's interesting because they both want the lead, but no one wants to lead more than Nick's go. I I think. I mean, you know, life is good. I guess we'll have no choice but to sit. And they're not going to go at each other in a what is it, a fifteen million dollar race or a ten million dollar race? That wouldn't be smart. No. But I got to tell you, uh, kind of like the same scenario prevailed, and like, and you're right uh, because it, it's kind of like the same pre- uh, prevailed in the Breeders' Cup Classic, where you had, you know, Art uh, Collector and Medina Spirit, that were horses that were prominent on the front end, and so you you sit there and you wonder if they were going to get in the speed duel, but uh, that didn't happen either because Nick Sko ran them off their feet early in the middle and late, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think post position, you know, when you deal with horses like this, post position really has a lot to do with it because whoever's inside of the other horse Mm -hmm. is going to get, you know, he's going to be, his hand is going to be forced where the guy that's drawn outside, well, he has options. He could go, he could sit. You know, I'd much rather be drawn outside than inside in that situation. Let me ask you this, though. You're right about the, that scenario in most cases where uh, when you got speed horses, the inside horse is forced, has, has his hand forced. His hand's forced. Right. But with Nick's go, you know he's going whether it's in post 1 or 12, right? Does it matter with him? He really only has one way to go. I mean, his best races are on the front end and on the engine. Right. You know, I don't really recall him sitting off anybody and winning, but... Uh, where life is good, I think can sit, you know. So I think Nick Spell is going to have the lead, and uh, you know, I'm sure that's what it's going to be. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think the post position means much to Nick Sko because we know what he's going to do if he, you know, I mean, the break means a lot to a horse like that. So he's got to get to his footing and and uh, get it get away from the gate good. That's for sure. But they invited 19 horses uh, to the uh, Pegasus <laughs> World Cup and. <sighs> You know, I mean, they invited Flightline like he's going to go. Yeah, do you remember years ago? Not even years ago, a few years ago. You you used to have to put up a million bucks to get into that race, right? That's, yeah, that's but correct. Not anymore, I don't think. Yeah. The the entry fee was a million dollars to buy a stall, and you could you could right. you and then could people would sell them. Yeah, you could sell them if your horse doesn't make it. Right. You know, if you find a buyer for it. That was uh, that was kind of a neat um, uh, system. I thought that was kind of nice because this way yeah, you give. It's the... neat as long as you don't have to put up the million. It's neat. Well, <laughs> the thing is, the, the thing million. is, you know, it gives the horseman the option that knows. I'll, I'll, I know I'll get in the race, and then if something happens with the horse, he has the option to make a couple of bucks by actually selling it to a guy who has a horse that. Um, you know, has done enough to be in the race, but the the owner didn't buy the stall for a million bucks. 
Or you have someone waiting, and I'll take it for 500000 yeah. and I have no one else, so here, take it. Yeah, you know, the the closer the plane gets to taken off, the cheaper the seat's going to get, I guess. It's like buying a ticket to get into a game. If yeah. you want to wait till the second quarter, you're going to pay less than a guy that paid, you know, right. to start the game. And when they start singing the stars. I wonder why they stopped that. I wonder why they stopped that, but, it, you know. It was an interesting thing. It was something different. It was an interesting concept, and I wonder, uh, myself too, wonder why, but uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get somebody to tell us uh, the reason why. But in any case, it's it's going to be a hell of a race anyhow. And like you said, uh, you know, when they start singing the Star Spangled Banner, the ticket gets real cheap. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing today? We got uh, You got Aqueduct uh, and uh, Gulfstream that's running today, and right? And Gulfstream, yeah. Uh, I actually drove down to Aqueduct today. Full disclosure, Ralph, oh. I have a horse running in the fifth race, so if I don't mention it on the radio and she happens to win, well, then I'll get bombarded with the emails. Exactly. What kind of creep I am. Exactly. So I'm going to mention it. <laughs> in the fifth race today, number three, Champagne Poetry, is my filly, and uh, she ran first time on the grass. She now switches to the main track. She's trained very well on the main track. She's a two-to-one morning line favorite. She's got 26 for the first time. Uh, one or two horses in the race that you know could give her some a hard time, but uh, she's training well and hopefully she runs well. Uh, but you, for radio, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, you guys now uh, uh, chose Dylan Davis, who's riding uh, very solid right now at Aqueduct, right? Yes, actually, he worked the horse and he requested to ride. Uh, oh. Irod Ortiz gave her a horror trip first time out on the grass. She got left. Uh-huh. She checked. She circled, and uh-huh. she still ran third. Okay. So hopefully Dylan gets her out and she runs well. So Dylan came and worked out the horse and then asked to ride the horse, and you guys gave him the okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, and that is in the fifth race today, folks. It's a maiden race for three-year-old fillies at six furlongs. And uh, Jonathan's horse has been installed, the two-to-one morning line favorite, Champagne Poetry with Dylan Davis. Are we expecting to see you in the winner's circle then? I drove down three and a half hours. <laughs> so I okay. hope it's, it's a long trip home if you lose. Yeah, so yeah that's for sure. I would imagine that uh, the fifth race uh, in the your pick five ticket will just have a singleton on it. <laughs> and the good news is it closes and begins with uh, with my horse. So it's the anchor horse both ways. Yes. Uh, you finish it, the and then you start the late pick five. Race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Jonathan, we, we will. Uh, Keep the fifth race is uh, Nola Contendre. We're just going to give it to the three horse and move on. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> anyway, for radio, we're going to look at the sixth race today, the race after seven furlongs on the main track. The number two horse in here, a ring thing, is a five-year-old mare who was claimed out of her last stop by trainer Juan Vasquez, and everyone knows how good he's doing. Uh-huh. This is a major barn switch. Jose Lascano aboard the right. She's listed at 9-2 to two on the morning line. I like number two, a ring thing, to win today's sixth race. A ring thing, the two horse in the sixth race, seven furlongs. But there is an entry in this race, which means the two is going to break from the rail at seven furlongs at Aqueduct. No problem there down on the inside? Well, you don't want to be there, but if you're the best horse, you'll take it. Okay. So that's the situation. All right. Number six, sixth race, number two, sixth race, a ring thing, Jonathan Hardoon's uh, play. Uh, which will be the second half of that automatic double for us in the sixth race. There you go. Okay, Gulfstream. Gulfstream race eight, a mile on the main track. And uh, last week we gave out a horse, and we told you about forgiving and forgetting. Well, the same thing applies here. Number eight, Ludington, mm-hmm. listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. You could draw a line through his last race. That was around two turns at Gulfstream. The previous three races, all at a flat mile, one turn at Gulfstream. He returns to that distance today. He draws a good outside box. He's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. Number 8, Ludington, upsets and wins today's eighth race out at Gulfstream Park. All right. Now, uh, again, we want to remind everybody, Gulfstream, uh, when they remodeled and redid the track, the circumference of the outer main track is a mile and one-eighth? Uh, uh, yes. Or a mile and sixteen. Was a mile and one eight? Mile and sixteen. Yeah. Well, I, well, whatever. A mile is one turn. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> and so that's what applies to that. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, the mile races are one turn, uh, like they are at Belmont, etc. So, in the eighth race today, the one turn, one mile event. You like number eight, Ludington. Number eight, Ludington, ten to one on the morning line with Corey Lannery. Oh boy, that's a goodie. And we're 
We're going to get every bit of it. All right. And okay, that'll do, it. that'll do it. And of course, you have uh, what you got um, uh, the complete uh, selections uh, for Gulfstream and Aqueduct today, right? That is correct, sir. All right. Well, you know, we're all rooting for you because everybody wants Thank you. everybody wants to see your butt in the winner circle, <laughs> doing the congratulating and all that. So uh, we'll uh, be we'll be looking for. Champagne poetry. And I got a feeling that Mr. Hardoon might have just have a, a glass of champagne after the victory as well. So there you are. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. That'll be nice. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well, my uh, friend. Same to you, my man. Let's hope the uh, we just want the horse and the jockey to get around nice and safe. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. The Race Day Las Vegas show heard mornings Pacific Time, Wednesday through Friday, 7 to 8 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. Streaming and archived on racedaylasvegas.com and on the KSHP phone app. You can reach us at the website, on Twitter at RacedayLVRalph, or at RacedayLasVegas at Cox.net. Have a great race day. All right, we're back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Wednesday. We're looking ahead to the weekend in Southern California. they got the Cal Cup and Sunshine Million stuff going on there. And we bring in uh, John Lindo for a little uh, talk about uh, what's happening this weekend at Sanita. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm uh, doing fine, my man. And, uh, you know, uh, we got uh, we got some action there in Southern California this week. And, of course, if you can get around Flavian Pratt and uh, John Velasquez, you might be able to make money. <laughs> <laughs> that might be easier said than done yeah. but i tell you what uh, uh cal cup day card on saturday filled well enough to have 10 races so they'll have an early post time on sun or saturday mm-hmm. 12 noon saturday so normal time friday and sunday 12 30 go to noon on saturday and they announced yesterday at santa Anita there will be a mandatory payout in the rainbow six so on on saturday on saturday right? okay all right. Well. So yeah, nobody's hit it yet, and the the pot is building quite a bit, and that'll be an interesting way to to put a little uh, more interest into that Cal Cup card at Santa Anita. Yeah, well, there's uh, you know there's uh, quite a few uh, uh, nice races uh, there, that's for sure, and the purses range from two hundred thousand from one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand, and uh, you know what do we uh, we'll be in uh, what the uh, fifteen days into the new year, we already got a Cal Cup uh, Derby. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know this is a—it'll it, go as a third race on the card. Uh, feel the six in there, and I think the horse to beat is a horse named Straight Up G, who uh, won won a Calvert Stakes over at Los Alamitos, going two turns for the first time in his last start. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a pretty nice horse. You look at his record. Uh, you know he broke his maiden by by a distance at uh, Del Mar, and then he came back and won the King Glorious at Los Al. But his debut was on the Santa Anita main track, and that was the worst race of his career. So you have to wonder. Well, does he like the main track at Santa Anita? And that's the question you're going to have to deal with uh, on a horse that's going to be a pretty low price in the, in the Derby. And uh, this race has produced some pretty good horses, including California Chrome. So yeah. you can get a good horse coming out of the uh, Cal Cup Derby. And what's most significant about this horse, it ain't trained by Bob Baffert. <laughs> Something new, yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, this horse is trained by Richard Baltus for Jim Rome's Jungle Racing. So we'll have a, a little celebrity uh, tie there, and, and hopefully uh, those the connections will show up. And if they have a good time, we'll get to hear what they have to say. Well, we've got eight in the uh, Turf Classic, the Unusual Heat Turf Classic there. And, of course, uh, the California Turf Horses, uh, the the Cal- California Bred Turf Horses, are all the, all, all the good ones are in this race. Yeah, you've got the horse coming down from Northern California, Camino del Parezo. He's a hard-knocking old, I think he turns nine this year, so he's a uh, nine-year-old yeah. now. But 
very honest horse, and uh, probably the horse that will appreciate getting back on the grass will be Indian Peak, who tried the, the main track last time. That didn't work, but he's a good grass horse, and he can handle the mile and eighth distance. And, uh, you know, a couple hard-knocking horses with speed, horses like Margot's Boy and Whooping Jay, mm-hmm. they'll keep that pace on us up front. And uh, interesting to see what uh, Aligato does uh, stretching out, too. He's a horse that was supposed to stretch out in a route, and the race came off the turf that one day. It rained at Santa Anita in the middle of the card. Yeah. So he came back in a turf sprint the following week, got beat a nose. But uh, they've been trying to get him two turns, and they'll get their chance on Saturday. Well, he's a bike. His, his daddy is Kitten's Joy, and, and Flavian Pratt is going to ride. So you know he'll uh, handle that, that's for sure. And Indian Peak, uh, one of the top horses to get uh, John Velasquez aboard, is trained, of course, by Ruben Alvarado. He used to be uh, in the uh, Peter Miller barn. Yes, and yeah, Ruben is uh, 6 for 23 at the meet. So he, he has hit the ground running. I think he's four out of five with first-time starters too. So uh, this is a you know the barn is not missed a beat, and if you like those horses, don't be afraid to bet on them. And of course, California bred horses. California is always uh, known for sprinters, and you got the Don Val Prado California Cup Sprint uh, coming up on the card as well, and uh, you got a full field there of eight as well. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of speed. Anytime you see Brickyard right in the entries, uh, mm-hmm. you know he's very, very quick. He comes off the layoff for trainer Craig Lewis. He drew post number three. He's going to be the horse to catch. Uh, Principe Carlo and Positivity were separated by a very short distance down at Del Mar last time. And uh, Cold Fiction, uh, trained by my guy Bill Spar, mm-hmm. drew an outside post. So he's in a good spot in there. But they're going to have to catch Brickyard right in the Cal Cup Sprint. Yeah, that's uh, and Juan Hernandez has the mount there. As usual, and uh, you know, and of course, uh, the other side of the uh, the Derby horses are, of course, the Cal Cup Oaks for the three-year-old fillies, and and right. uh, that's, that, on that's grass. a mile, yeah, right, a mile on grass. Last race in the card field, the twelfth in there, yeah, and uh, a lot of the. We'll have to find out if number seven, Professor's Pride, who looked so good winning at the stakes race on on dirt at Los Al last time. This is her first time on turf. She's got a lot of talent, so we'll find out if she likes uh, the grass. Uh, there's a maiden in here, Eleuthera, who uh, adds blinkers for this race. She was kind of running in spots last time, got beat a half length. She's got a lot of talent, and she likes the grass, and I think the blinkers are going to help her quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens there. But, again, when you're dealing with three-year-old fillies, two turns on turf, a lot of any, anybody can jump up and come up with a big race. It's a good way to end the card and end that pick four, pick five, and pick six sequence. Yeah, no question about that. Now, Professor's Pride is by uh, Bayern, right? Bayern, yeah, right. And, uh, again, a very talented filly for trainer Eddie Truman. Loved her maiden win at Del Mar. Came right back and stretched out without a problem at, at Los Al. So the only question I have is, will she turf? Now, John, uh, we were talking about how dominant right now the uh, few people are there with the Velasquez and Pratt winning half of the races already contested at the new, you know, the, the short uh, sampling of uh, the new meet there at uh, Santa Anita. And Bob Baffert's got a, a load full of uh, very talented, good-looking, uh, you know, uh, three-year-olds and, and maidens that have uh, broke their maiden easily in a lot of uh, of those races early uh, the other horsemen got to be sitting there thinking, scratching their head and saying, well, what, what, you know, where can we find a place that, that will be, a, you know, will have a legitimate chance of winning? Well, it's, I, I think the first question is, do they, you know, the other horsemen say, well, how about giving us some horses too? Yeah. Uh, that's the problem. I mean, uh, you know, the, the barns, there, there are very few barns with very many horses. And anytime you get that, all those horses ending up in the same barns. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of horses with the same conditions that won't run against each other. So that makes it tough, and mm-hmm. and that's one of the problems you have. So it's going to be a problem here for a little while in Southern California until these guys can either spread this around a little bit mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to find those horses at the sales. Bob Baffert's got all the money, so uh, it's going to be tough to outbid him. Boy, and we're getting down to that uh, that time when it's got to be a gut check for the three-year-olds that uh, Baffert has with the uh, on the road to the Kentucky Derby and all of the points that are going to be starting to really pile up in the bigger races later on. It's not like critical right now, but you're going to get uh, down to uh, in maybe another month where you got to sit there and really think as an owner if you want to go to the uh, Derby, Kentucky Derby or not. You might have to change trainers, and I would think that if you're going to make that decision, it would be 
it wouldn't be fair to the horse or the other trainer to just lay this horse on him uh, too late in the game. Uh, so I would imagine there's going to be uh, some uh, a lot of conversation around that soon. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's not too too um, late yet to make changes. You know, again, there's a lot of you've seen some stuff in in, in the headlines about uh, Bob Baffert potentially uh, you know suing Churchill Downs for the what's going on out there and yeah. trying to get an injunction to be able to run in the Derby this year. Mm-hmm. But the things are moving so slow; they're dragging their feet so slow, and even the positive for Medina Spirit that I don't know if this will be resolved before this, you know, the, the Derby of this year. Yeah. And until you get to those major three-year-old uh, Derby preps with the 50 and 100 points to the winner, there's still some time to wait and, and keep the horses in the barn they're at now. And, uh, you know, at a certain point, Connections will have to say, well, if we're going to go to the Derby, uh, we've got we've to go qualify now and get some points. But we're not at that point yet. Yeah, uh, you know, and let's <laughs> – is there some way we can get this adjudicated in swift action? That's that's all. One way or the other, right? <laughs> well, you'd think so, but you know, uh, this is you've seen the courts. No matter what what kind of business you're in, and it, it, it's not a, a thing that uh, happens overnight. It takes a little time. I mean, we're still dealing with uh, you know the the Jerry Hollendorfer case with Santa yeah. Anita when he was uh, banned from there. So, and that's been what th- going on three years now. That mm-hmm. hasn't been resolved yet. So. Uh, you know, these things take up, apparently they take longer than I like. No kidding. I mean, and and is it fair to the racing public, too, or the owners that are spending a lot of money for these horses? Yeah. Uh, yeah well, it's not fair to the horses. I mean, uh, these are these are good horses that, uh, you know, why why should the horse be penalized? He, he did his job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the horses have come out of those races uh, no, te- you know everything is tested clean, and you know, in Bob Baffert's case, they're they're really really watching all of his horses. Horses like Corniche yep. for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile was tested constantly going in and out of that race. Mm-hmm. Everything passed with fine colors, and and uh, you know he's going to there's a good chance he'll be the the champion uh, two year old from last year. Sure, and he's got no Derby points. Yeah, I mean, wow. Oh well. It, horse racing has this way of when you think you've seen everything or heard everything, you haven't. And so the last thing I want to ask you about a tweet that went out yesterday about the activities and all the celebration and all the fringe stuff that's going to happen around the Pegasus World Cup card at Gulfstream oh, Park. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they've got a new carnival or something section down where they had the tiki bar toward mid-stretch and there'll be all kinds of stuff going on and mm-hmm. uh, yeah and you know, among the things they have is some burlesque show that'll be going on between races well <laughs> th- that, that's not really what i signed up for to go to the track i mean it's it's uh, you know it's obviously not appealing to to me as the target market but uh we'll see how this goes uh you know i've got uh, a lot of mixed feelings about the purpose of all this stuff and, and where they're going if that's if that's the day at the races a ballista um, yeah you know it, i guess it's going to be for a different group of people than me <laughs> and so the question is why is it there <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started ralph we don't have enough time oh man <laughs> all right well i know i appreciate you stopping by and chewing a little fat about what's happening coming up at san anita over the weekend because i heard your phone ringing and i know people want to talk to you so get You can get back to your honey-do list. I want to thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it, Ralph. Good luck today. All right. Thanks a lot, John. A burlesque. Burlesque show at the racetrack. Enough said. We're going to come back with Jerry Jackowitz. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on the Race Day Show again. Uh, nice to see that Santa Anita is going to have a pick six mandatory payout on Cal Cup Day, which happens on Saturday. If uh, somebody doesn't uh, circumvent that uh, mandatory payoff with a, uh, a shot at uh, taking the whole pot on come uh, tomorrow, Friday, that's for sure. And um, we'll bring in John. Uh, we'll be bring in Jerry Jackowitz right now. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. I just uh, was launched into outer space. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, in any case, um, big day of racing coming up at uh, the Pegasus World Cup at Gulfstream Park. You'll have a full yeah. power page for that, I know, because you're covering Gulfstream during the championship meeting, as you are today with the uh, power pages for Gulfstream. Sure. Not Aqueduct, because uh, you're doing Gulfstream uh, in uh, Florida and Santa Anita right now in Southern California. Those are the power pages that are available at the station casinos each uh, of their racing days free of charge. So today you got uh, Gulfstream Park. That is correct. And uh, all I can say is I hope that the uh, beauty of the equine athletes is enough to keep people's attention on horse racing and not on the shtick that's going on in the burlesque. Well, yeah, we'll have to. I don't know. I, I have no comment on that. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, so, you know, I mean, it's obviously designed to bring people into the races and attract them to horse racing, I would think. And it seems to me like it would have the opposite effect. But I don't know. What do I know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we do know one thing, which will what will bring people back over and over and over again is cashing tickets and winning money. So let's see if we, can get, a, we can get a few picks today. Okay. Let's see what we got. Let's go to the second race for our first play today. A lot of from Antonio Sanyo. He's got Lionel Reyes up, who I mentioned yesterday. I think he's a good a good jockey who brings in prices. Um, here's a horse listed at six to one in the morning line. Ran just fantastic race last time. You'll notice his first two times over the all weather track, he was in those inside post positions, which are sometimes difficult. And um, when he got to the outside, he really ran big. And he's on the outside again today in a small field, and he's at six to one. I kind of just like the horse a lot. So I'm going to take the six in race number two, make a win place bet, as long as I get anything better than five to two, and play the six with the one, three, five, obviously do reverses, and then I'll come back and press six, three, three, six up, Ralph. All right, second race at uh, Gulfstream. The six, Alado, is the play at six to one on the morning line. The six in the second race, link-ups are one, three, and five, and reversed. And then you're going to uh, pop another 5665, right? Correct. All right. Now, again, Irid Ortiz Jr. is named on horses today. He will not be riding uh, on those horses today. So. Right, but we don't have the changes yet. I'm looking no, we at the don't. Screen, right? We do not have the changes yet there, but we know he's not going to ride today. However, it's still out how long he's going to be out, but he is out today. Okay, uh, you got another play for me? Yeah, I do. Let's go to the ninth race. Okay. Race number nine. This is a breeding play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Number two, Silky Warrior, shipping in from Keeneland, going to the all-weather track the first time. And, uh, I mean, to the turf. And we're going a mile and a half on the turf. Uh-huh. This horse has been on the turf plenty of times. Um, what I love about this horse is really the stretch out to a mile and a half. But you look at the breeding, it's out of a uh, war front uh, sire, declaration of war, and out of a manjou mare. And these horses are really, when you see Manjou or almost any Irish bred on the bottom side, they tend to want to go 9, 10, 11 furlongs, and, and this is right for him. So coming off the layoff, 6-1, to one, Corey Lannery up will take the 2, will bet win in place, and then play the 2 with the 1-4, do our reverses 1-4 back over the 2, but the 2, that'll be a pop-out key in race number 9. All right, now the ninth race, you know, is coming off the turf. And moving to Don't the care. okay, and moving to the all weather. It's a mile and a half now in the all weather. So in the ninth race, the two Silky Warrior, 
Jerry's play, 6-1 to one on the morning line, the two, and uh, just two link-ups, the one and the four and reverse, right? Yeah. Right, Ralph. I just want to say that on the changes here, I don't have uh, the ninth race as often. It's not showing that it was changed on my screen. So. Right, but there's uh, they haven't posted any of the changes yet, correct? Okay. Uh, they posted a few. Oh, they did. Okay. Well, I yeah, got fourth, I got the, uh, I got the off the turf um, from a tweet out of the racetrack earlier today. Oh, you're probably right. Then they probably didn't just didn't get it up here. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, but we we you know when you go to either way it doesn't you, matter. This right. is about distance. When you go to the Twitter world, <laughs> you always got to take it <laughs> with a grain of salt. So that's all I'm saying there. But uh, it doesn't matter to you. So in the ninth race, the two is the play over one right. and four and reverse. All right, and we've got to remind everybody that the power pages for all of Gulfstream today available right now at the uh, Station Casino Race Books, and their twin queue will be returning over the weekend, that's for sure. And I wanted to ask you, and i got a minute uh, to do this. I wanted to ask you this. They're going to get to the Eclipse Awards, and we all know that you have been, and through all of the races have picked Medina Spirit in his races because you thought he was whatever it is, you really like this horse. Do you think... His performances on the track would be enough to win the three-year-old of the year Eclipse Award, or does it go well, to essential quality or some other horse? Well, to me, it's between two horses, Medina Spirit and Life is Good, and I probably would would would, would go to Life is Good, even though he didn't really race in all of the. Um, no kidding. Yeah, I just think he's a better horse. I mean, he he beat Medina Squ- Medina Spirit on the square. And then the race he ran in the Breeders' Cup was just off the charts. It was. And, it um, was. And so it's a little bit for me, but Medina Spirit to me is clearly gets it over essential quality, Rod Charlie, Mandaloon, and all of the midnight. So bourbon. in other words, he would be over elusive quality and Hot Rod Charlie, but not Life is Good. Right. I'm, okay. You know, I, I, I might, I'm, I'm thinking about it, might change my mind, but those would be my two contenders for my top number one pick. Okay. My all one right. and two picks. All right. Just wanted your opinion on that. Okay. That's all. Sure. Want to remind everybody that uh, we will be back, of course, tomorrow morning at our usual weekday start time at 8 a.m. Uh, make it 7 a.m. Pacific time. We're on 8 a.m. Pacific time Saturday and Sunday, but 7 o'clock tomorrow morning Pacific time. And uh, we'll get it all cranked up because. Uh, Tomorrow we uh, kick in with Oaklawn, we kick in with San Nita, and of course uh, continue with the Gulfstream, Tampa Bay, and all the other good stuff. But uh, it really starts cranking up over the weekend. Remember, Monday is Martin Luther King holiday. There will be a San Anita special Monday program. We won't have a program on our show, but there is racing on Monday at San Anita. And there's racing tomorrow as well, and there's racing today, so go ahead and say it, Jerry. 